so thin they disappear. <laughs> Welcome to Speak All Evil, the podcast you were warned about. I'm Trent, you're with Kevin, Kat, and Dave. Hello. Hello. Hi. Follow us on Instagram at Speak All Evil Pod. This week, no pain, no gain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Let's get physical. Oh. Drop in your fitness cliches here. It's time to get our beach bodies together. It's May, it's spring. Mm. We got to start thinking about getting out from these hoodies, sweatshirts, and things in Maine and uh, hitting the boardwalk. We want to be looking a lot better than this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dave, you've been talking about this movie, Death Spa. You, you've talked about this the way I talk about getting back to the gym. Yeah. Every couple of weeks you say, oh, we got to watch Death Spa, but then you never pull the trigger on it. <laughs> it's been going on for like a year now. Why Death Spa, Dave? I like this movie a lot. I, I've been going through a bunch of just weird areas of horror, and I found this like... There's only I two. I mean, there might be more than that, but I think the movies I chose this week, there's very, <laughs> there's not much else other than these two for fitness spa setting for uh, for a horror movie. Um, I like that this was is streaming uh, now on Film Rise and a bunch of weird places we watched on YouTube. It's on Shutter too. No, uh, that's the other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um, but I picked some like stuff that's a little bit hard to find out there. When you do find it. Uh, this uh, was ripped directly from VHS, and you can see in the you're, streaming version. You're thinking about this, the other. This is the other movie. Still. Yeah, this is Death Spa. Oh right, well that's that that was what was going to happen here. So first of all, May, I've been also trying to um, be healthy myself, and I tried to quit all my vices or whatever. The only one I've been uh, successful at is I have not done any quaaludes oh. in the month of May. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm pretty psyched. Um, but that's I why I, you know I picked Death Spa was mainly because spring has sprung, and you know trying to get a little healthy here. So this takes place at Starbody Health Spa, which is named Starbody Health Spa because when the neon lights, certain letters come out, it becomes Death Spa. It's run by widower Michael and his brother-in-law David. But it's actually run by a supercomputer, kind of like Hal style from 2001. And 
it's run also by like kinetic twin powers and ghosts and supernatural powers and Death Spa kind of has everything, I think, even out of just two or three movies in its competition. I think it's way, way a cut above the other fitness-type stuff. It's very campy. It's very cheesy. The computer's taken over, so you have this automated gym. So these people love working out here, but when the machine takes over, you start getting all these like very bizarre deaths because... You have all this cool stuff to kill people with in a gym, which, unfortunately, our next movie does not take advantage of all the things in a gym you could kill someone with. Uh, They just use a pin. (laughs) 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 But um, it's amazing and it's campy. I was actually thinking that the first Toxic Avenger is kind of a gym movie. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, kind of I, I feel yeah. like you've you've issued a challenge. I'm sure there's more out there. And if anybody, uh, if you're listening and you can think of other Kevin's, I'm sure Kevin's got some in the, in the shoot. <laughs> yeah. ready it to is go. a small category, is what was my point though. <laughs> yes, but I think that a... Death Spa, for what I've seen out there, to me is the greatest. <laughs> Spa (laughs) slasher that's out there. Mm. I highly recommend this movie. Uh, I just watched it for the first time this year. This is not something I saw back in the 80s. Kind of an obscure one, but super great. If you like stuff like Chopping Mall and all the 80s stuff where uh, it's just more 80s and 80s. You get all the fashion. You get all the mesh shirts and the spandex. Nipples. Tons of ass and tits Leg in this. Warmers. This is almost like a hard bodies meets. Yes. I don't know what. Like It's almost like a cop show. They're both yeah. kind of very detective-y, copy yeah. things. But go ahead and cop this because Death Spa <laughs> rules. You've done it again. I had never heard of Death Spa and honestly, you were not exciting me about it. all the times that you mentioned Death Spa. I just, the title to me just sounds so simplistic and lunk-headed, I guess, yeah, which is appropriate. Yeah, what but was the alternate title of this one? That was the other one. That's the other one. This title. one has an alternate title. Oh, no, no, this one does. Yeah, it's Witch Bitch. Yes. Oh, witch that was, bitch. yeah, it was, I what? saw that. Bitch. <laughs> it was released fuck? as Witch Bitch in Europe. Yes. <laughs> Europe and Asia was released as I, Witch Bitch. And yeah. that's like that's like Witch, Halloween, and Bitch. Oh, I thought it may be. Okay, yeah, you're right. Because like, I was bitch? thinking yeah, yeah, from the what? title, you're like, Witch Bitch is killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Kind of a spoiler. <laughs> uh, so, I thought this just sounded like, oh, death spa. Okay, um, so people go to the health spa and die. It just seems boring to me. This movie is anything but boring. Mm. This movie has everything going on. It's not just the health spa. It's not just a ghost story. It's not just weird incestual twins. It's not just Hal, the supercomputer. It's um, telekinesis. There's fortune telling. There's... Everything goes on in this movie. This is from 1988. 89. You can see it listed. It was released in the States in July of 88, I believe. But this is one I was going to say. It's listed as all over the place. You'll see it 90. I don't think, I think this was direct to DVD. So if you're talking about a release date, I think you're talking about whatever country, whenever the DV, the, excuse me, the VHS came out. This is on Shutter right now. Uh, free on Tubi, free on Plex, cheap VOD. This is all over the place. 87 minutes. Woo. It's as lean as the hard bodies in the gym. <laughs> Just not an ounce of fat on this film. I thought I did think that 
Okay, I'm out. <laughs> the pacing, no, but I'm serious. I thought the pacing was great. I, I started this movie with, you know, reservations about it. Maybe Dave's fallen off. Maybe he won't give us a, a hidden 80s gem this time. Bang, 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 right out the gate. Kill, kill, kill. Well, it starts more like injury, injury, kill, kill. The 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 injuries escalate. The incidents escalate from burns and bruises to, to murders. It's quite gory, I think. Uh, and the gore that is in this it's particularly nasty gore. Mm-hmm. There's some really good stuff. Ken Forey, of course, Dawn of the Dead, one of my favorites. He was in the uh, remake as well, had a, at least a small role. The cast is uh, nothing to, to really write home about. We talked about Karen Parsons before the show. She was Hillary on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and this is her first big commercial film role. Uh, as far as I know, she would have been like 20, 21 years old in this movie. Great, great movie. Thank you, Dave. Once again, I should never have doubted you. Love <laughs> Death Spa. I feel like I've walked into the space like two to three times and this movie's been, been on. on. <laughs> yes, I always put it on during my sessions. So I think I've seen I've seen parts of this movie before. Maybe not the whole thing. I liked that it was basically, you know, the building and equipment, you know, was what was murdering people as opposed to like, you know, an axe murderer, something like that. Kind of gave me the Elevator vibes, remember that one? Oh, yeah. 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 Give me those. Yeah. Yeah. Until, of course, you know, we kind of find out the supernatural kind of stuff that's going on. Well, I, I think it actually it was called the lift, and we just but said we it should have been called the elevator. elevator. I mean, yeah, you're right. It was, was a missed like, opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. You guys knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Though. You knew exactly. We renamed it. <laughs> but you know, then you find out what's really going on and what's really controlling. You know, these computery gym equipments and whoo. It's fucking very weird. What a weird twist so that weird. I was not expecting at all, but fun. I, I, you know, I was happy when the twist occurred. The acting and the production quality, I, I would say, on this one was a bit better oh, than yeah. the other. Yeah. Than the other pick. <laughs> so many more boobs in this one. It's just Ooh. like boob, 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 boobs and bush, as we were talking about oh. before. Yep. Just right off the bat. The supernatural aspect is really what got me. You know, I came for the boobs, but I stayed for the spookiness. You know what I mean? So the gore, I'd like to talk about the gore a little bit more because it was just disgusting. And I loved it. There was oozing. There were like chests like burnt and like ripped open. There was like ribs poking out. Uh, Eyeball. Explosions of heads like a couple times. Blenders. It was just a lot. And I, I don't think I was expecting this level of carnage in a, I was picturing, you know, like, I don't know, like uh, poisonings, you know, things like that. At like gym? Well, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, who? That's why I don't go to well, the gym. Well, this is what, <laughs> poison me. This is what I'm thinking though. I hear spa and I'm picturing like some like, you know, woman who's like. Acupuncture? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you, I was You picturing. know, I know what you mean. You know what M- like more massaging like you to death. Yeah, more yeah. like massage in a steam room and yoga, yes. not so much oh. a hard gym. We still got that. We got. Uh, we got the acid burnt. There's, I could go on and on and on, but fun for the whole family. Really happy I, I finally got to watch this, this whole thing, and it, it did not disappoint. So Dave and I have been talking about this one for a while. I've seen this quite a few times. I think I was inspired by Dave's like deep dives into horror movies and like constantly being shamed about how much work he put in. How much work he puts in to like find these at, hidden at gems. At the gym <laughs> and in front of the TV. <laughs> Both, yes. Uh and, and like Chopping Mall, like I actually kind of wish that this week was Despa and Chopping Mall, to be honest, like, yeah, like that war, be... war of the Robots or like yeah, War of Technology. Yeah. And I think Chopping Mall, if I recall, has 
the same amount of boobs uh, in ridiculous sex. I think the biggest question mark about this movie, whether it's 88 or 89, they started writing it in 1983. So who liked this movie that much that they spent six years trying to like refine a script and get it made? I feel like now because of the ex- aesthetic that it could be remade. Yeah, I can see on this one. Base, basic on um, just camp. You know what I mean? It's like I would disagree that it's super campy and cheesy, and I would also disagree, Trent, with the pacing. I actually think for a movie this silly, it takes itself way too seriously. And I love the intro because it's it's set up like a very traditional slasher intro. So you don't really know that there's something like going on at the spa for a little while. You like it kind of tricks you into thinking, okay, this is like a by the numbers slasher flick, and then it turns it on its head. But I thought like the first like 45 minutes of the movie was all this weird exposition. So they would like tell you things, and then like five minutes later there would be like a weird flashback that shows you what they were talking about five minutes earlier, and it would be like Michael having a dream or something like that. It, it's very confusing to follow. And it is it, a little confusing with when, the dream sequences and the flashbacks. Yeah. And I'm still confused, so I can't wait. We're actually going to be doing anyone that wants to watch this a favor by trying to figure it out it for help. you here tonight. <laughs> but what really kind of puts it over the top for me, it's a bonkers ending. It is a free-for-all circus mm-hmm. of carnage ending. Yeah. I never saw that coming. Yeah. Circus uh, of it's, carnage. It's, it's like everybody in the writer's room was just like, what do you got? How would you like to see someone die? Flying fish? Check. Yes. What do you got? How would you like to see someone die? And they just kill everybody. Like I kept a body count for our next movie. Impossible to keep a body count for this. Yeah. Just, just assume yeah. everybody except for like two people dies. But this is a great one. And yes, uh, this is an Oscar nomination worthy movie compared to the next movie we're going to talk about i mean as far as story the owner of the spa you said that he co-owns it with his or he co-runs it with his brother-in-law it's sort of his it's his brother-in-law by his uh deceased wife so the owner of the club his wife has an extremely dark backstory i couldn't believe the backstory Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah his his wife committed suicide by uh by setting herself on fire uh she sustained some sort of spinal cord injury through pregnancy now it's unclear to me did she have the baby and the baby died too i think they said during childbirth. okay during childbirth the baby died birth the baby died and she she got the spinal injury and it made her totally bitter and hateful about life and jealous of michael with all the girls at the club well no he didn't have the club yet oh it was before he had the club so his wife gets paralyzed and he's like you know what i should do i should open a gym that she can never go to oh what a dick Oh, and so she was mad about him hanging out with all the the hot the hard bodies. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he was faithful to begin with. If, I mean, oh, his wife he, is is he claims that he barely was. dead. He's already dating Laura from the gym, but he's definitely boning everybody else at the gym. Oh, he said. Now I believe Michael and and Laura. They say that they were not uh, an item. It was it was his wife's brother, her, her twin brother, who now helps him with. I thought that that was like an incest thing, right? This reminded me of Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker a little bit too, Ooh. as far as quirky 80s. It seems like the twins were having some, I don't know. I, I Yes. I don't think so. No? There was some moaning going on. There was on. moaning, but I guess, I don't know if that was just the possession. So that's why this is confusing, because we don't know if that, because the movie bounces back in yeah. time so much and doesn't make it clear 
like you know it's the 80s they could have at least given us like the save by the bell like clouds around the frame or something so we knew it was like a throwback or a dream i think that that was actually present day and yeah, David that was, was the fighting possession. her, possess- right. possessing him. But it sounds like but sex. It, it sounds oh, it like is. he's there, sexily. I, well, there's definitely a scene where David's jerking off. <laughs> what? Yes. It's to very what? quick. To, I think, his this sister. This is the moaning. Is this is Catherine the, and David right moaning in passion. Yeah. Moaning in passion. So, yeah, there I, it is. It could be a throwback. Okay, so here's the other They're thing. the ones that were cheating. She was cheating on Michael with her brother, David. Oh. That's the subtext. Ooh. That's what you think. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's the other theory. If this is if that's a throwback, then was she a witch? And because she was having sex with her twin brother, is that why she can now possess him as she is dead and he's still alive? I don't know. I didn't really think that the David masturbating thing was a big thing. Pretty much every movie I watch, David's masturbating. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Amazing score in this. I loved the score. Uh, unlike the the second movie we're going to talk about where the score is just way too much. So I, I thought this one kind of had a lot of subtle touches like the diving board mishap scene. There's a little, did you get the Jaws? There's like a little bit of Jaws in the, the score that starts happening there. It does just like half of the Jaws riff repeating before the, uh, the diving board goes south. I feel like this is like a step below like the Brian De Palma yeah. 80s. I thought that too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like uh, the double identity. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the double identity, you actually have identical twins. Yeah, and and of course, like this is just this is kind of reminds. It's a little bit to me like the calendar horror we've talked about, where you just pick a popular trend, and this is in the '80s fitness boom, and they said, "Well, you know, this a big boom. What if we had a uh, a haunted gym?" Which this really comes down to, kind of a ghost story. I think it's weird that they had to throw in like the whole technological aspect because like the too much the diving board scene that you mentioned like that that's not <laughs> that's not, that's no, not a mechanical just, like, thing. Someone like, took a screw out of it. Yeah, <laughs> like the screw is unwinding yeah. itself. So that's nothing like someone's in there hitting the button and being like unscrew the diving board. What a uh, suspenseful uh, fall into the water uh, that <laughs> <I know>. was. <laughs> nothing happened, but they nothing did it in happened. slow motion. <laughs> And they're like having all this suspenseful music. Like, is the diving board going to hit her on the head? Like, what's going to happen? It's like, are you okay? I thought that yeah. too. She just, uh, she fell into the pool. Oh my God. We yeah, both, shut this down. Call both the movies, police. Both movies do these like really bad dialogue scenes or a really confusing throwback or like exposition scene. And then it just gets you to the next mishap, the next injury or kill. And then it's like back to the bad dialogue. Like I said, until the last like 20 minutes where it's just like, all right, let's slaughter everyone. Yeah, so if that's not enough to be going on, at some point a uh, a paranormal investigator is introduced to the film and he's he's practicing uh, something I've never heard of psychometry, which is where you <laughs> yeah, take an like item I objects. minored in that. There's there's yeah, like, two or three horror movies. There's enough for two or three movies in this. Uh, he gets hired. There's also we haven't talked about there's a whole procedural element in, with there's a detective, so the cop shows up and he's trying to figure out what's going on. So you have that whole cheesy '80s procedural with the wisecracking cop, you know. Yeah. And then you have like the other subplot with the lawyer, and then oh, yeah. the <laughs> other woman that's helping run the gym, and they're having they're like trying. they're sleeping together, but they're also trying to work him out of the. Gym. It's like way too many way plots too in this movie. <laughs> this is like one book that could have been like many novellas. <laughs> I respect that though. It, it was a little bit like that movie Superstition that I brought in that had a really convoluted plot and they're trying to explain everything. They did less of a good job with less to work with. I thought this threw in way more concepts and somehow 
kind of stuck the landing. I feel like this movie is kind of an anomaly of mistakes and happy accidents that that happen to work. Mm-hmm. Give yes. me something so that I remember what superstition was. I only remember these are really starting to blur uh, okay, together. Okay, the kids in the beginning, uh, the guy gets cut in half by the window that closes. A guy's head explodes in a microwave. They're like That's move, how it opens. Like he's moving his family like into the house. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Right. 80s yes. movies, moving the family into the house, and there's like the strange witch lady next door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Superstition. <laughs> yeah. And it goes all the way back to like witch trials yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hallowed ground. I think, I think we haven't even touched upon the fact both movies have elements of people are dying at these gyms. Nobody is stopping their workout. <clears throat> They're not stopping their routines. Yeah, they're not in this one. They're not stopping the Mardi Gras party. Is it a Mar- the, Mardi Gras a party? Halloween in the beginning, party, I thought somebody right? said it's Happy Mardi Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was Halloween. And there was either way, Definitely. so many well, people have died, and they're still having like parties and people. Yeah, are I get, thought it was funny. Someone's dying, yeah. and, and and like the next scene, the person that found the body is having sex. I mean, there is just <laughs> no regard for life. In this yeah, movie. no, I thought it was funny how many incidents it takes before they start saying, "Ah, oh, maybe we should shut this thing down." Like how many? <laughs> Very Jaws like. Like the party, yeah. people are just jumping in and out of the window, like smashing through the glass. Like Ken Foray c- comes in like that, and he didn't really have much of a part in this. Did not. No. Uh, more than I expected, though. More than I remembered. I do think that this is better than it got credit for. Like it, I'm surprised it did end up on our VHS walls back when we were. Looking at '80s movies, I don't ever remember seeing I this. Don't, yeah, I don't remember this I either. Think, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't tell you what the cover looked like. I don't think I even bothered to look at like the poster online or something before we we talked about it. There's an episode of that show. How did this get made? It's amazing. About <laughs> this, did you have you heard that? Yeah, Horatio Sands is their special guest. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, nice. He spends more time laughing at them than he does contributing to the show. But it's it's. I really, keep bringing really in these funny. movies that you guys will reveal to me that are on these like lists and parody shows of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> oh, but they love mystery this science theater. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, a lot this... of times they tear the movies apart, and then at the end they're like, "I love it. Totally recommend it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. I I take exception to this being on so bad it's good lists. This is just so good it's good. Mm-hmm. I gets an. I mean, it gets an A for effort just for how convoluted it is. And how many things like we've talked about that they throw in? Reanimated frozen fish kill. Mm. That's something we haven't seen before. They just happened to, in mm-hmm. the in the uh, freezer of this gym. Not only do they have, uh, or I guess it's the refrigerator because they've got Pepsi and champagne in there. Not only do they have some drinks on ice, they have a couple dead frozen fish with big fangs. I don't. What were those fish? They were they were doing sushi at the party. Oh, oh. What's, yeah, but what fish is that? I have no idea. I, you know, the, I'm a fan. The, I uh, eat a, quite a bit of sushi. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what fish is that. So they've got these, these dead Sharp frozen tuna. fish Terribly in there. freezer burned as They well. look like barracudas. They did. And one of them comes to life and <laughs> bites a guy to death right Love in the it. neck. I wouldn't have been surprised if at the end of this, if the gym was built on a hallowed burial ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> blender kill in this? Foreshadowed. Great blender kill. It was, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Put some care into that one. We saw the... Uh, Blender just recently in your next. We've seen Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of all the Blender kills we've seen. Incredible ending. I loved the ending to this. Gives you that horribly disgusting, nasty, burned body in the, um, I guess it's in the sauna. Mm-hmm. And it gives you that last eyeball. That eyeball just pops like the biggest pustule you've yep. ever seen. <laughs> pops right out at the screen and then credits. Done. 
Love that. Really no fat on that ending. You guys talked about the effects. So there's two people really responsible. One is Chris Simmons that did FX. And he is still going, doing huge stuff like Game of Thrones, Revenant, Sharknado. Oh, wow. <laughs> but tons, I was wondering. Tons of stuff. And then Mel Slavic did like the practical effects. And the only other thing I could really find, he didn't do a lot, but he did do Bride of Reanimator. Huh. And I've noticed a, this is one of many 80s movies where we talk about the cast and how they didn't really go on to do anything. But there's an ever-growing list of special effects people that we yeah. continuously discover uh, that w- started their work on low-budget 80s movies and yeah. then went on to do, like, you know, Transformers. Hey, did you guys notice it, it seemed like it reminded me of um, My Bloody Valentine had the original theme song at the end. This seems to have an original, a custom-written theme song at they, the end, They both too. do, both movies. Yeah, not, yeah, not, and I couldn't tell you which one is which, but... <laughs> which bitch? It has a song. <laughs> which bitch didn't wipe down the uh, <laughs> treadmill? Second film, I'm fitness in no. fitness <laughs> this oh, yeah. week. Fitness <laughs> this week. Yeah, I like this movie in real quick. <laughs> yeah, I like fitness. Fitness whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> there it is. We are starting with the underrated, in my opinion, 1987 classic Aerobicide, also known as Killer Workout, directed by David Pryor. Conviction. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This, again, is about people turning up dead at a spa. You have, again, lots of nudity. Uh, We have a cold open that's not so cold. It's in a tanning bed (laughs) with buns out, and we get a melting right off the bat. Other than that, the big disappointment in this movie is that the people die by safety pin. Mm. Knitting needle. It's a safe. It's, it's a, a jumbo giant, safety pin. Giant safety pin. Like maybe this should have been at the tailor, uh, <laughs> or instead of the gym or the spa. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't get that part of it. I thought it was a really weird. I didn't even know if it was a lame cop out. I just didn't understand why that was the weapon. There's more classes. There's more music. There's no more like on the nose music. custom made for the movie that is super super amazing like love is a four-letter word song i actually had a a song a long time ago that i wrote uh i tried to write a pop song called love is a four-letter word and Mm -hmm. i was like oh shit (laughs) stole it from a there's a song called she's a knockout yes in this yes there's also killer workout there's an amazing beefcake rivalry that escalates to a They Live-esque Battle of yes. the Brawn. Yes, um, And actually, Jimmy reminded me a little bit of Rowdy Roddy a little bit. And I just want to say, poor fucking Jimmy in this film, he is 
a constant target for fights. But this guy is like traumatized. He has that dream of him strangling himself, which I thought was going to be like some sort of like another uh, twin situation. Yeah. Yeah. Where maybe, oh, it's his twin brother. He's just really messed up and he's always a target of everything. And he does end up kind of, you know, <laughs> going off the deep end in a way. But this is even more convoluted than with all the other things that we had in the other movie. This has way less, but somehow they are really struggling to get this story together. They're like watching General Hospital by day and writing the script by night. I don't know what they're doing in the 80s, but lots of cheap thrills in this. Lots of uh, boobies and fast women and muscly men and close-ups on cleavage and sweaty muscles mm -hmm. this one is a little skeezier it's lower production value uh everything about this is just a little cheaper but i actually did find a lot of charm to this as just a campy stupid slasher i think when you don't put it up against death spa and you just watch it you're like wow this is an anomaly of a film and it did come first and there is death spa written in graffiti on the front of the place when they write aerobicide, death spa, and a lot of people wonder if that's... Um, sorry, I'm really distracted yeah. because there's aerobics going on it's, uh, and it's just like... I just see legs spread going Spread eagle is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think both of these movies are like fun throw on with some friends if you want to have a fun 80s yeah. party. They're so quintessentially 80s. I like this, even though it is the lesser of the two. There was a certain charm to this. Am I wrong that both movies this week start with a, a tanning bed scene? Yep. Both inferior to the to the tanning bed scene in Final Destination 3, by the way. Yes, mm. it would lead yeah. up to that. The yes. perfection of the tanning bed death, <laughs> yes. So my biggest disappointment for you guys this week is that I actually got so excited about this soundtrack and the fact that like all the track listing was on IMDb with the name of the track and the artist. So I wanted to make a Spotify playlist and share it with you guys. <laughs> we can work out to it. But I, I know. <laughs> but do you know how many Spotify playlists are already called Killer Workout? Oh. <laughs> and then the other thing is, none of these songs are on Spotify. <laughs> they, Sad. Make a YouTube A YouTube playlist? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I got so sad. I, I literally wrote down every song and every artist, and I'm like searching Spotify. Okay, Woman on Fire, uh, Only You Tonight, Some Things Never Change, Dust It Off, Love is a Four-Letter Word, oh. Knockout, Animal Workout, Rock and Rock. What Ooh. the fuck is that? Rock, rock and, and rock. Rock, <laughs> rock, rock and, and rock. rock. Something oh, yeah. to Feel, and then Aerobicide. They rock rock and roll so hard they can't even roll. Rock, <laughs> <laughs> rock hard abs. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that there this was a twin situation. But again, this movie might have it might have been a little too highbrow for me. There's, I couldn't quite keep up. No, with the, you know with what? The there's a life. sibling. There's a there's a a fake. It's not a twin situation. So it's a out. fake sib. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't totally lost yeah. it. Yeah. I love this one. I've never wanted the Judy shirt from uh, Sleepaway Camp. You know, we talked about that. That's classic. Rhonda's workout needs to be like the next in the repertoire. Um, something about those simple 80s block letter T-shirts that are just amazing. This is no death spa, like I said before. Uh, it's essentially the same movie, except it's so weird. Uh, it reminded me of Evil Bong because the soundtrack, nice. like we talked about uh, in Evil Bong, They'll like every single 
it's basically like a jazzercise class with an amazing song, full vocals, and then they'll cut to like sort of like a gym interaction with dialogue, but that song is in the background with lyrics and everything distracting you from the dialogue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it'll just cut to like Mario Brothers music uh, death scene. And then back to a jazzercise class. It's very formulaic. Like, okay, we did a jazzercise class. We're going to kill somebody with the safety pin. We did a jazzercise class. Now we're going to kill somebody. Maybe not with the safety pin. Maybe we'll just, like, resort to a boring, like, machete throat slash or something. Right. Um, but, you know, it is it is fun. It is hilarious to watch. And the whole action aspect of it with the director's brother, Ted Pryor. Chuck Ted, Dawson. Chuck <laughs> Dawson. He would go on to star... So David Pryor would go on to make a ton of action films. Pryor passed away in 2015. But he would have his brother be the star in almost all of these movies. I obviously have never seen any of these dozens and dozens of action films. But I hope his brother kept the name Chuck Dawson in every single one of them. Yeah, that's a strong name. (laughs) It is. Strong Christian name. Um, But yeah, is what it is. I would highly recommend watching this, especially if you're going to be watching Death Spa. It makes a great double feature. And then the other movies that I saw, this could be another whole week. But I did find a movie called Dance or Die. And then another movie, super obvious title. Could anybody guess another 80s dance movie that just has... Oh, dance, though. I mean... Slash Dance. Slash Dance. Sure. Slash Dance. On first watch of Aerobicide, it fucks. Right off the bat. Woo. Love aerobicide, killer workout, whatever nice. it's called. I don't care. It's so bad, but it's so it's so good. I couldn't take my eyes <laughs> off of this movie. Horribly acted film. Just so Ugh. everyone's delivery of every <laughs> yeah. line is just so overdone. It's bad. And it's just like over dramatic, but like the time that you could tell their timing isn't you very good with each other. It's just but it's so fun to watch because it's, it's just almost so if bad. you look at the dialogue scenes, it's almost like they filmed one guy talking to the camera and then they would just like be like, okay, cut. Yeah. And now, Jimmy, you talk to the camera like you're actually talking to there's, Chuck. There's like zero flow between the actors. The best parts, though, were the fucking one liners that got delivered, mostly by Chuck Dawson. My favorite one was from our lead, uh, our lead uh, Rhonda. Um, and she said, just teach the class. Stop showing off your tits and your tight little ass. Just like right <laughs> off the bat. And I was like, yes, I'm in. Rhonda, get it. But uh, yeah, speaking of tight little asses, I think I know why Dave liked this movie. Oh. Because there's just a lot of um, thrusting and spandex going on for like, I would say like. Sure is. 75% of the film. How, is just, know, how do you know I like that sort of thing? I just had an inkling. <laughs> you haven't been, been looking at me while I've been talking. You've just kind of been looking You've been over looking my at shoulder. my search history. <laughs> at all the thrusting spread eagle. Thrusting no. spandexes. I Google that every day. And then, of course, the music. It's just, you know, fight scene. I don't know. It's like a bass line over a synth over heaven. I'm not really sure, but it was just really great. I wish it was on a more easily accessible streaming site because i feel like the people uh, this needs to get to the people i feel like this has been a under the radar for far too long and um i'm i hope that our podcast brings it to light i'm glad you really like the movies this week i never realized you were such a fitness freak i just (laughs) she's a health nut yeah look at me i'm drinking coffee at 9 p.m this is one of those weeks where i feel like the movies really 
blend together. When you're watching both of these at the same time, it gets a little confusing. They they both, you know, beside the basic setting, they both also have backstories where one of the club owners is trying to, they're, they're both, like no one person can own a gym. It's always like three or four people and they're all trying to jockey each other out of ownership of the gym. So that's kind of going on in this one too. The partners are doing this and that. This has, again, the cop, the detective, the the whole procedural aspect of this film. Uh, this one in particular, this is the most hostile, aggressive detective ever <laughs> on any so case. Mean. He just he shows up. He talks to every single person as though they are being cross-examined. They are suspect number one. Like he's got him down at the station. He doesn't just ask questions. He just accuses, 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 like, yeah, sounds a uh, likely story. Well, don't go anywhere. I'm going to be talking to you some more. You know, he's yeah. a really, really aggressive jumbo safety pin kill. Have not seen that before. Really bad. You know, we talked about this being a lower budget than Death Spa. Death Spa's budget is listed as $750,000. If that's the case, I would have to guess this is, it's got to be under a half a million. You think they spent a half a million dollars on this movie? Quarter million? Maybe. Uh, it, it reminded not. me quite a bit of Home Sweet Home. We talked about the movie with Body by Jake, shot on video. This is at least on film, but I think that's really the only thing putting this up over something like Home Sweet Home. I liked it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very funny. This is, a, we, I think, mostly just watched this on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now, uncut. And it's also on a site called Cult Picks with an X. That's a free ad-driven site you can sign up for. Those are the only two places to see this. So, yeah, I agree. This one should be should be out there more. For how brazen the detective is, I mean, really, he does nothing, and everything just falls in his lap. But he's... He doesn't do shit. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't he's solve anything. insulting people the whole time, especially Rhonda. There's some very extreme body shaming, which when he's called on it, his, his response is, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> and it, it, as though a detective in the 80s's job is to break down people's spirit yeah, mentally yeah. until they give up the you know the information. They didn't have forensics back then, so they had to really rely on um, just hoping that you would just start crying and just confess. Just point and kill like, yeah. is good old-fashioned awesome. detective work and yeah. body shaming. Mm -hmm. This had one of the longest musical opens I can remember. The, the It's forever where it's just the jazzercise class and the leg warmers and the flash dance and the music is going on and on it really really takes some time well it's what 82 minutes yeah if you both of these are intro, under 90 yeah uh, if you took out the intro and every jazzercise scene this movie would be like 45 <laughs> minutes long yeah yeah, yeah exactly. this movie is definitely in the so bad it's good category yes with it, yes. the last one not so much even though you would think they would both be in so bad it's so good but, you know, I, I never think of melting when I go to the gym. A lot of people at the spa here are melting, and they're mm. burning, and their their skin is just melting off. Dripping I was off. surprised how much drippy flesh we had this week. I never think of that as a fear when I go to the gym. There's plenty of things I'm scared of at the spa or the gym, which is kind of the same thing for me because I can't afford to do the spa. Mm -hmm. do, you do, do you do spas? Do you go to, like... You know, have a facial and um, spa treatments. And I all had that stuff. Nick. You know, Nick bought me my first. I've never had a massage before. I'd never had one. He got me one for uh, my birthday or Christmas, and I gotta tell you, it was terrible. I've really. <laughs> never... 
really didn't like it. I ju- you know, it's just that moment where I don't like to really be touched by strangers especially. And I'm just like such an anxiety ball that I was like trying to be a good massagee. Is that what you would call it? You know, so I'm like trying to be like. I'm not doing a good job. I'm like, am I relaxed enough? Stiff as a board. Stiff as a board. It was literally, (laughs) yeah. So I just like, and then she's just like whispering. She's like, now just imagine both. And I'm like, I'm fucking out. I really can't. That's what I've always thought. To me, massages sound terrible. Terrible. The last thing I want to do is go to someplace and be like, hey, stranger. Yeah. How about if I lay down naked on here with a towel? That was the thing. And why don't you just go ham on my back? (laughs) I was (laughs) How about just start grinding and chopping and pushing? And and then, yeah. And it was painful. What? It hurt. I'd pay for that to not happen. I opted for a a lavender, like an aromatherapy one. And even the lavender couldn't save. The, yeah. that situation. I mean, maybe if they got all up in there and did a colonoscopy while they were there. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Like that. That's make cool. it worthwhile. No, yeah. I got one in Singapore and a full hour. A colonoscopy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> full hour. Wow. <laughs> they, were, they were really rooting around in there. <laughs> no, I got a full body one Fitness hour massage in Singapore. It was after a, you know, 20 something hours of flying, it was the greatest thing ever. Did well, your, does your wife know about this? Yes. Oh. It <laughs> was right. illegal. This was illegal. Salon. Yeah, this was a legitimate <laughs> establishment. Have you, been, have you been massaged before? No, this is the first time ever. Well, I guess I got to go to Singapore. <laughs> so this is the one where I was mistaken, but this is the one that when you watch it streaming has the authentic VCR tracking problems yeah. in the rip. Yeah, it's yeah. in like 4.3. I kind of yeah. love that. Like when something is ripped, it's like... When something an album is ripped to YouTube on vinyl, sometimes it's cool to listen to it with the scratches and stuff on it. I like the version of this with uh, the tracking problems because it really brought me back to the, this era of movies. Yeah, I was reading somebody talk about this has been released on DVD, um, but Blu-ray, it, Blu-ray or DVD? I think it was DVD. I don't think it has a Blu-ray release. It might. I think it was just a DVD release. But they were saying that. It's just a, a a rip of what we saw on YouTube. They they weren't able to find. There's nothing out there other than what we saw. So even when it's on DVD, it still looks like VHS. I like it when someone when people pick up these older movies and they give them a super deluxe like yeah. package. Yeah, like, was it Vinegar Syndrome? We've talked about them before. Yeah, like, yeah, or Severin films. Right. Yeah, Arrow does that. But it's hilarious because of what the content is is so lowbrow and so cheap, but you'll have this giant poster that has the crazy graphic design and you'll have like yeah. a fold-out DVD package or Blu-ray package and it's for something that, I don't know, probably costs way less to make from the jump than this whole packaging has cost now. This actually, you know, we talked about how unimportant the plot is or spoiling this movie. This movie fooled me. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know it was just all gonna come down to a wig, you know, and uh, a fake, a fake name. This movie um, gets to the classic. This is so eighties. Every movie like this in the eighties that ends in a foot chase and shootout, somehow they're always near a big construction site. This and this movie does that classic thing. You always end up with the two guys chasing each other through the massive construction site and shooting at each other. So this movie has kind of a. Um, it has kind of a bait and switch, and it's not a total bait and switch because that is sort of part of the story. But uh, it it fooled me. I wasn't expecting the 
the the final result of this where it just comes down to uh to a wig and a, a safety pin keychain. That's why it's mm. the safety pin keychain they show at the very end. She has a, a yep. jumbo safety well, pin. I uh, I was pretty shocked. Well, first and foremost, to get back to the detective, again, kind of like Death Spa was trying to throw too much at you, the whole frailty moment with the detective yeah, like yeah. near the end of this. <laughs> I was like, what is happening yeah, right yeah. now? She like, even says great. something yeah. to him. It's like frailty. Like, are you are you doing the gods' work yeah, or something yeah. like that? What are you like, What are you doing? It's out here uh, acting, doing gods' work, gods' vengeance or something. Yeah. yeah and both of these that movies great. kind of have a final guy, or yeah. at least yeah. you're led to yeah. believe right. in Killer Workout that there's a final guy. There's a shocking death in this. I was <clears throat> doing my little kill count. And keeping track. And at one point, I wrote this character's name. Like, I'm not putting a line down. That's bullshit. And then I was like, it can't be true. And then a couple scenes later, they're like, you know, we're going after so-and-so because he just killed so-and-so. Yeah, and I was, I was just like, confused. yep, and put the line down. Yep. Right. Because he had the dream sequence just before I thought he was being zipped up in a body bag. Right? Yeah. Um, it gets confusing. I, but you don't really <laughs> you don't really see who's being zipped up in the body bag, but it looks like it's Jimmy. And it's right after he had the dream that he was being strangled by himself that he right. wakes up from. Right. Then he sees the safety pin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, then that's when the cop tells him to wait right here. Don't go anywhere. I still want to talk to you some more. And then as soon as the cop leaves the room, then the safety pin comes down <laughs> and uh, yeah. in but, the head. But he's still alive after at that. that no, at after? that point, he's dead, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's not after. the shocking death that I'm talking about, though. Oh, Chuck oh, Dawson. I never thought that Chuck Dawson uh, was going to He did die. have an unceremonious death, yeah. I yeah. thought. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like Oh, the... yeah. I know they could have really made a lot more out of that. Yeah, so yeah, I, like, I, kinda, I refused to put a line down in my kill count. So I was runs... like, no, they didn't kill Chuck Dawson. No, it was just yeah. like over the radio. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. They, they like, show they him just... kind of run him over a little bit. Right. It was, yeah, very um, un- unclimactic death. Yeah, the, I would say... It was a short movie, but the pacing was weird towards the end because it was just like boom, 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 and you're like, what? What? Well, That's you missed was... you missed those jazzercise classes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was General Hospital about it is when they started like they're throwing ideas around. You can tell they're in the cutting room. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how to stick this landing, and that's also so eighties. Knowing any man will get sick if he tries to make love to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just is. doing my job. <laughs> how could you? That's what she said. She said something like that. Like, it on a little thick. Yeah. Oh I mean, detective, how could you? I was just really impressed with the filmography of David Pryor, who not only directed this, but wrote this. This is a real, you know, real work of passion from Mr. Pryor. If you look at his film catalog, Kevin, you mentioned that he made all these action movies. Every movie, you, every title you could do in that like 80s action movie voice and they all have interchangeable words like raw justice, night trap, double threat, <laughs> raw nerve, oh. invasion force, oh. lock and load, what the fuck? white fury, rock white and rock, fury. Oh, wait. future he did, force. <laughs> he did sledgehammer. That was his horror. Yeah, that was his other horror Sledgehammer is a pretty legendary uh, shot to video. Yeah, that was yes, movie that's, SOV. You've it's seen one that. Of, yeah, it's one of like the the top most heralded shot to video oh, movies. Okay. Yeah. So he made that. He made like three horror movies, and then just went to uh, 
Deadly Death Prey. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly Prey. That's Night one. Claws. Night Wars. Yeah. Man Killers. It's just like refrigerator magnet poetry. Yeah, like- I, I'm gonna spend a day. I'm gonna watch a bunch of these. Oh Lord. I bet Kill Zone. Invasion Force. You can make up your own. Yeah. yeah. Rapid Fire. <laughs> They're all so great. Operation War Zone. <laughs> We went three words for that one. That must have taken yeah. a while like, to come up with that title. Yeah, these are great titles. Kat, what are we doing next week? Next week, we're traveling back in time to the mid-aughts. I was, I was inspired by the tanning beds this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So we're watching Uh-oh. Final Destination 1. Oh. Uh, not the tanning bed one, but I thought maybe, you know, it's time to talk about that one. Yep. And... House of Wax, the remake. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton (laughs) dies on her knees. Spoiler alert. Woo! I'm very excited. I'm not mad at those. I'm not mad at those. I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a fun week. I'm I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, Yeah. really getting a lot of these supernatural guys into these. I know. uh, It's like Jared (laughs) Pedalecki. Thank <laughs> you.